Good morning. I hope we are all good. So the curious case of naughty snacks. Happy Monday. If you're coming in, give me a hello. If you're on replay, drop a replay below. And I, and I see this a lot, like, and this isn't necessarily a, a bad thing um, with this, but it's important to always define what we mean by that and what the intentions are. Because it's very easy to say, I've had, I need to stop eating naughty things, treat things, all of these, the, the language that we use. Now, we need to define these or define the opposite first and foremost. So when we define, like, I need to stop eating naughty, naughty treats, what does that actually mean? Is it a certain time? Is it uh, foods containing a certain amount of sugar, like processed, certain processed foods? Like, what actually is it? Because if, if we if we don't, then it can be anything that kind of isn't perfect can seem like we're naughty. And then if we're naughty, we know the connotations of that. We sit on the naughty step, we beat ourselves up. We then go, oh, you know what, I'll just start again another day, Monday. It's Monday today, but tomorrow. Um, and, and that can happen quite quickly. Now, also consider that when it comes to quote-unquote naughty snacks, we have to look at the whole picture here. What's the main goal? And if we're not defining these, are we actually going down a rabbit hole here? Because let's take two scenarios here. Someone snacks on jelly babies every day but they're within a calorie deficit and they're losing weight. Is that a bad thing? Because we know that losing body fat, body fat for them at that time is anti-inflammatory, so to speak. It's gonna improve some of their health markers. They're also exercising and that helps actually them get through the day. Like, you know, say they have a little packet of jelly babies or something, but that other people could call that a naughty snack, right? Whereas someone else is not, is staying away from jelly babies, they cannot have jelly babies or uh, Turkish delight, whatever you want to call it, whatever you want to say. Um, collagen, gelatin in there, there's some benefit. Um, but the other people are having bigger portion sizes for their meals, and now they're not in a calorie deficit, but they're avoiding jelly babies at all costs, whatever the snack is. But then they're having lots of, um, fruit instead which then bumps them up on the calories and they're like, i'm just not losing weight what's actually the better thing here and i'm not saying either one is right or wrong because obviously there's lots of nutrients that we'll miss out on if we're just eating jelly babies all the time and i'm not saying eat them all the time but also what are we missing out on from a psychological perspective if we're always saying like if i have that that's naughty um if i have that i failed or are we in a position where we say you know that you know what, I know that I probably shouldn't be eating too much of them because they're more highly palatable and probably overeat them. Or do you have a relationship with food where if you have some jelly babies or chocolate or biscuits, you are in control of that? And for some people, it's like, I just need them out of the house. When, I'm, when they're out of the house, that works better for me. For other people, it's more along the lines of, you know, actually I can just portion them into my day. And that's why something that we do in our... Um, meal maker guide that we have is that we have like 300 calories from any snacks you like our real simple meal maker and for the reason that if you're getting protein every meal if you're getting veg at every meal most meals as best you can and you structure in 300 calories from any food you like you've got permission then to have what you like and and the reason i like that so much is because you can go for the fruit you can go for the veg you can go for that you can go for the jelly babies. it's your choice now and if you know deep down then that's where we have to practice that self-awareness sometimes and go you know what when I have them, it makes me hungrier for the rest of the day. Like I, I'm being honest with me, it does make me hungrier. It gives me that taste when I have it. 
Um, that's not to say I'd never have it, and that I've failed if I had it, but I just need to, I just need to be aware that when I have them, I can't rely on my body to tell me that I've, I've stopped. And there'll be a moment where when I've had them, when I'm, I'm uh, full up, there'll be a moment when I've had them where I've got to kind of stop, pause a little bit and say, you know what, I'm, I'm going to have an urge to have more here. And I'll just see what my body does. Can I go and get out of the room that they're in? Can I have a glass of water? Can I change my um, environment a little bit here? And this can be quite important to be aware of, just that, like I talked about yesterday in terms of urge surfing, was it two days ago, adding 5%, uh, five minutes onto that urge, adding one minute onto that urge. You know, oh, I really want to just, I just get this urge. Okay, just add one minute onto the urge. What happens in that one minute? Where is the urge? Is it in your shoulders, on your head, on your ear? Be aware of it. So, uh, just wanted to come in and talk about that today. Have a awesome day. Um, if you are coming in for our summer shape up this week, I will see you soon. If you want more details on that, we have a flexible start day of this week, next week, actually next week, not this week now. Um, then just comment below of summer and I'll get you the details. Any questions, as always, let me know and I'll see you soon. Take care.